Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. GOST Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. All right, all you happy campers out there in magic land, we have a special treat for you this week. Welcome to season two, episode 26. And I am proud to say we have Miss Aida back on the show. And our timing is so bizarre. I had this idea right when she released a live stream on the same topic. So we're going to try a a weird experiment. I'm going to refer everybody to her live stream on her Facebook page so you know where to find it. And we're just going to kind of do a recap here and uh, say hi to the audience, Miss Aida. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So we were chatting amongst ourselves the other day. And she tells me, well, I'm going to do a live stream on common sense on protecting yourself in the metaphysical, occult, and magic communities when it comes to the con artists out there or people that may not be as honest as they should be, and uh, just some common sense to look out for when you're employing others for readings or whatnot. So you had some really interesting stuff that you referred to, hot, warm, and cold readings. What was that? Oh, cold, warm, and hot readings. I like to go... I like to go lesser okay. to to higher. So well, I'm a chaos magician, so I usually get it backwards <laughs> oh, yeah, from my guests. Yeah, yeah, I do that to Tim all the time. So yeah, <laughs> I'll let you be the well, expert here. You know, when you, you got to be aware of of psychics that use a cold reading technique, a warm reading technique, or a hot reading technique. And a cold reading technique, and, you know, I had talked about this on my live event, that a friend of mine had highly recommended this psychic to me because I, I wanted um, I wanted some information about three different things, and I ended up getting a crappy whatever the hell it was, and she went to my website and saw that I was Cuban. And I'm going to go back to that when I explain to you what a cold reading is. And so a cold reading is the, the fraudulent psychic will guess, you know, by looking at you or if they're not watching you or looking at you, they're looking for signs of what they can make guesses at. So. If they have, and, and again, I don't want to stereotype, and I, I did it on my at my live event, but 
you know, they look at cultures, they look at names. So if they see somebody that's Chinese or Indian, they're going to make an educated guess that that person is highly educated. Okay, so they're going to make comments about, so, you know, I see you went to college. Oh, my God, what a wonderful psychic. Or they, you know, they listen to your speech patterns. So they're mostly based on what they're getting from you and and their guesses. So a prudent querent, and that's what people are called when they're the ones getting the reading. They're the querent, right? Mm-hmm. A prudent querent wouldn't deny or affirm anything under any circumstances. So I always suggest that keep a, a stone face, no eye expressions, no facial expressions, don't raise your eyebrows, don't nod, don't shake your head, don't do anything, right? And if you try the technique that I'm telling you, you can identify a cold reading like in a second, right? (laughs) Well, I would say in a minute. So, you know, another type of cold reading is um, if they see you, right, if they're looking at you, either an in-person reading or a video type reading, they're going to look at what you're wearing. They're going to look at, you know, if you raise your hands, you know, what type of jewelry. So they're going to make educated guesses about that. They're going to look at the background. They're going to look at all kinds of things. And they're just going to keep guessing and guessing. So they're going to hit on something if you give too much away. Now, here's an example of a cold reading technique. So I'm half Afro-Cuban. And this woman that my friend, he's no longer my friend. I mean, he turned out to be a nutcase. But she had me send her $75 via money order to her house. And it was just the most ridiculous reading and there was nothing I could do because I sent her a money order you know and that's always another thing to be suspicious of I have been ripped off not in the metaphysical or magic community but I did get ripped off a few years ago from someone that was like that and he was an older gentleman he presented himself like well I don't have a way to take that kind of I don't know how PayPal works and he just kind of pretended to be oblivious and once you send that money order there's no proof Unless you take photocopies and then, you know, over something like $75, that's not worth it. I know. I mean, who are you going to take this to court? What are you going to do? You know, you'll spend more in. in, You have to fly to wherever they live. Yeah. So it's a a convenient way to nickel and dime their way through life. Actually, it's a big red flag. I, I trusted her because she was a good friend of my friend. And she went on to tell me that I'm a loser and, you know, I, I'm, uh, you know, I was telling you, Shasta, you know, I, I'm a licensed cosmetologist. I'm an Air Force veteran with honorable discharge. Yes, I'm ma'am. a registered nurse. I have a master's degree. And she's telling me that I've been a loser my whole life. And she's telling me that every man that I've ever been associated with are losers. And she told me, <laughs> now, let me tell you why she said that. Okay. I don't know about me being a loser, but every man that I've ever been associated with is a loser. You know, that's a cold reading technique. Okay. Because it's a bold statement, too. Yeah. But it's like she probably 
somehow knew I was single or was guessing I was single, which I'm a widow. You know, I'm not single, but, you know, um, she was making an educated guess that, you know, here, this woman's looking for a psychic, right? Um, she's probably lonely and all, or, you know, some man jilted her. So let me just tell her that all men are losers and let's see if she agrees, right? So yep. I didn't agree or disagree with anything. And, you know, after about five minutes of her talking, I knew she was a fraud. I'm like, why did Russ get me involved with this shit, you know? So then she went on to say that my family was crazy, you know, all this other stuff. And then she says, now, I am an older woman. And my mother's generation, a lot of them escaped from Cuba or exiled from Cuba. Mm -hmm. Cuba, right? And she says to me, now she never mentioned the word Cuba ever, 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 because then it would have been a dead giveaway, right? That she researched me. But she says, and I see that some of your family members escaped from something. She was waiting <laughs> for a reaction from me and I didn't say anything. You know, I went, ah, cold reading technique. And so, I mean, these are the type of, of things you got to look out for, okay? What they're doing is they're making guesses, but the guesses that they're making are in statements, right? And they wait for a reaction. And once they get a reaction, they elaborate on that. So don't ever give any reaction. Don't say anything. You know, I tell my clients when I'm doing a reading, and I've said this on my live event also, I do my, you know, they ask me question, I do my reading, and if they acknowledge or, you know, deny something, or, oh my God, or something like that, I get mad at them. And I, I say, remember Don't you saying that. that. You, you, know? ask, you ask people to just let you get your thing done. Yeah, I, you know, it's like, you need to stop it right now, because if you go to another psychic, this is how you're going to get ripped off, Okay. I'm not here for your reaction. I don't care what your reaction is. Okay. I've never had anybody deny anything, but you know, it really pisses me off when they start. Oh yeah. Did, 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 did. You know? Um, so I give them all, everybody gets a long lecture from me about how you can get ripped off. So watch that because all these things are guesses based on what they've assessed. Okay. Con artists are great masters at assessing people. They look at everything. They look at things that you and I don't look at. Okay. Yep. So a warm reading is different. Let's just say Shasta and everybody that's listening out there. If I do a reading and I say, I see someone moving around you. I see a death around you. I see somebody going on a trip. I see someone, news of a divorce. I see news of a marriage. You know, news just, of just a birth. Those, ex those examples right there, I know someone that that applies to each one of those right exactly. now. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. yep. So those are warm reading techniques. And I was saying that there's this, this one guy, and I said it on a live event too, he tells every single person that they're going to meet somebody with 
something on their face, right? And people come back to me, oh, he's so good. You know, I, I met this person with this. Well, you know, 75% <laughs> of us or more have something on our face, okay? He doesn't identify a scar or a, a mole, but it's something. He can't quite make it out, but it's something, okay? So these are warm reading techniques, okay? So when they see these, you know, when, you know, it could be like once in a while I'll do a reading and I'll see a death of a relative, you know, mm-hmm. but just be careful with how, you know, what they're saying. And I never say I see a death around you. I never, you know, and you can't, you know, and I always tell my clients, if I do see something like a death, okay, it's not news of a death of your neighbor's cousin's brother. It's not anything. <laughs> it's something directly related to you. Okay. Correct. So, yes. You know, a move, you know, I don't usually, well, once in a while I see that, but when I do see it, it's either the person I'm reading for or who we're asking about. Right. But you know, it, it's, it's got to relate to you or your immediate circle. Not Joe's sister's cousin's person who lives across the street. Okay. Right. Nobody gives a shit. I mean, you know, if, if the neighbors who live next door to the people across the street from me, and I've never talked to them in the 13 years I've lived here, if they moved, right, and somebody said, I see a move around you, you know, if I'm not prudent, I would be, oh, my God, the psychic was right. There was a move around me. Why the hell would that even show up? And why would that show up in my re? Who the hell cares? Okay. How does that, yeah, how does that relate to your question? You know, it, it, <laughs> you know? it, it doesn't, you know, and, and, you know, I see you, I see a car around you. Oh, my God, you're so good. I'm thinking about buying a new car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so think about these general things. A hot reading is when they case you out. Okay. So, you know, if you go to my live, you know, live event that I did on Sunday and you'll give them that direct link because I think I emailed yes. you. So I gave an example of somebody that I was testing for a psychic group and he earth Googled me and then he did a Ben verified search on me and uh, thought he passed the, the reading. But, you know, with social, with the computer stuff and all that, people are very easily able to look up all kinds of stuff on you. Yeah. So you got to be careful. And, you know, if they start mentioning names that, you know, somewhere, it's somewhere online, you know, be careful. Those are hot readings when they're getting an information they're getting information about you that is true. And then they tell you, you know, so let's just say I didn't know he earth Googled me. And when he told me I had two trees in front of my house, which I do, right? Um, I'd be like, oh my God, he's really good. You know, <laughs> he's wonderful. He told me I had a white vehicle. Well, you know, that's usually in, in my driveway. Oh my God, how did he know this? These are hot reading techniques. And then I go more into detail about that in the live events. I don't want to actually repeat everything. 
Right. Yep. Of that, it but. is. It is absolutely worth sitting and watching. I I was riveted to it. I thought you presented that really well. So. Yeah, um, you got con artists. You got con artists with with the in in the in the metaphysical practices, and those are the things that you really, 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 really got to be careful. I mean, you know, you you lose whatever to a reading. Okay. Well, you know, I want to say one other thing about reading. Go through a venue of payment that you're able to retrieve your payment if the person turns out to be a fraud. Okay. Paying that $75 for half an hour, which was ridiculous. Okay. There's no way I'm going to be able to retrieve that money. I never would have paid it, but it was because it was a close friend of a friend, of an alleged friend, you know, but, um, yeah, but he just went on and on and on about how wonderful she is. And, you know, when I told him what she had done, he said, well, she was really good for me. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? You're an idiot because she either gave you a hot reading because she knew you very well. And you just thought she was absolutely wonderful. What did she ever predict that came true? Right. And, you know, that's another thing, too. You got to be careful about these readings when people start telling you stuff that you already know about yourself. I went to an alleged astrological reader and he told me, now he knew me very well. We belong to the same group. And I paid, I think it was $40 to find out that I have dogs. Well, everybody knows I have dogs. (laughs) If you go to my website, you will see I have dogs. I mean, my whole life is dogs. And he told me that um, I'm a nurse. And that I'm a oh, psychic. Wow. wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. And there, you, there no you needed to know that. You're really happy to know that he could confirm that for you. Absolutely. And, you know, it's like, how much are you telling this person that they already know about themselves? You know, and, and you know, because he knew me, he doesn't count. But let's just say you found out all this stuff about me. And then you start telling me this in in the reading, start paying attention to how much are they saying about you in the past and the present and how much they're predicting for the future. Because I really don't want to pay somebody to tell me stuff I already know about myself. Well, and also if they're finding it through, like you said, a hot means, they're looking Uh it up. It's a psychological way for them to try and get your trust in the moment. Like, oh, wow. He knew that or she knew that. And it's a way to reel you in, especially if they've taken an acting class or anything where they have any kind of psychological know how to speak to you to draw on your emotions and stuff. So, well, they don't even have to be, you know, all you have to do is to be a seasoned con artist. Yeah. And, you know, with the internet these days, I say 85% of them are con artists. Okay. And that's a high percent. Back in the olden days, when I was young, um, in my 20s, so we're talking in the the 70s and then in the 80s, if you were a psychic reader, your ass was going to jail. They would arrest you. It was illegal. Yeah. So now that it's open, you want the freedom of religion and all this other stuff and, and the social media age, everybody and their brother is 
a psychic. And you also have to be careful with people who keep saying, oh, spirit told me and spirit told me and spirit told me and spirit told me and I just see spirit and blah, 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 blah. It's like you're full of shit. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I tell my my clients when I do readings, you know, I read, I look at the cards. I'm not a card reader because anybody can be a card reader. You're If you're a card reader, you're not a psychic. Okay? Right. Anybody can read cards, okay? But, you know, I lay out cards. I lay out 21, and spirit interprets for me. And if I don't understand something, I'll ask them. But you won't hear me saying spirit, 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 spirit. And I see this, and I see that. There was this one woman, and she's still around, and her son died. And, you know, sometimes I wonder if that was the best thing that ever happened to her. Oh, he's right next to me, and he's telling me to tell you blah, 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 blah. You know, bullshit. Okay, bullshit. So you got to don't be so impressed with these terminologies. Yeah. Okay. You know, oh, my God, they knew this. And now spirits saying that. And the other thing that bugs me really, really bugs me is past life regressions. Okay. Yes, you were so-and-so in another life and your name was Shasta Michaels. Okay. <laughs> How am I going to disprove that? Yeah. How do I disprove this? I can't. You were Native American. You were a priestess. You were this. You were, I can't disprove any of that. So you got to be careful. You know, I, you know, I, I do know psychics that can do past life regressions and they're adept at it, but most of them are frauds. Because you can say anything and that person can't deny it. Can so you take, you, you, okay, so just, just for clarification, how long have you been doing magic and in your life and practicing in some capacity your whole life, right? Because of your mother. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm, I'm okay. 66 now. My mother was a, a bruja and a sandera and a palera. And so are my aunt, my, you know, many of my family members. So I was born okay. and raised into this. So you know? if, if I took an internet class for a mediumship. Um, <laughs> wow. So what, what about that? What about the online courses for mediumship? And now they're able to be a professional medium and can see spirits now. Wow. Wow. Well, um, wow. So, you know, I tell people, first of all, you know, I tell them in my, in my book, Hoodoo Cleansing and Protection Magic, okay? Don't be messing around with the spirit world, you know, especially if you're new, unless you have a mentor right there with you. Because if you do the wrong thing, you can open up a floodgate and bad things can happen to you. If you don't know how to banish something or you don't know how to control something you can be in great big trouble now do i believe that mediumship can be taught i think it can if the person already had that gift how long okay. would a person need to study with a mentor on their own to develop skills it takes time my opinion, I mean, if if I were to mentor somebody doing this, I would say 
about two years because there's a lot to learn. There's a lot. You know, the, the one thing you've got to be very, very careful with are floodgates. Okay. And, you know, you, you can't be, oh, I see this spirit and I see that spirit and I see all these spirits. That's baloney. Okay. So if you were inundated with, let me, let me put it to you this way. What would you do, Shasta, if you were in a room with 10 people and they're crowded around you and they're all talking to you? What would you do? I, I, I wouldn't probably be in that room very long myself. Okay. So how can it be that a person is seeing this spirit and that spirit and that spirit and this spirit? That's baloney. Okay. Now there's another possibility and that can be mental illness. So you have to be careful with that. You know, I don't want to call somebody who takes an online course and suddenly sees a bunch of spirits. I don't want to call them a fraud right away, but there's one of two things going on. Either the person's a fraud or the person's meant, you know, mentally, there's something wrong upstairs. Right. Okay. So no. So how do I tell the difference between a fraud and someone who's not all there upstairs is, you know, what's their payoff? Is it money? Or is it attention? So if it's money, they're probably a con artist. And if it's for attention, there's some mental issues going on, going on there. That's the story there. And that's the story. So interesting. I yeah, I think the um, one thing that I know is is very people can just kind of have some natural gifts too to pick up visual cues, body language, that sort of thing. The feeding the person that's reading the information by confirmation nodding oh getting excited that's excellent because i know they do use that you know it'll twist their direction that they're reading it'll influence what they're saying too so you get someone that's even not very skilled you could lead them in a direction that you know isn't right. what they would have said if you kept your mouth shut so right exactly and then you got to be careful with metaphysical practitioners Okay, I'm talking about spell work. Okay, so the one thing I want to tell everybody is I wrote three books on negative magic. I wrote one called Cursing and Crossing. Yes. Self-explanatory, right? And that's a bestseller to this day. That was published in 2017. It's still a bestseller. I've written a book called Destroying Relationships, but it isn't just about breakup work. It's about sending people away, mm -hmm. banishing people, binding people, stuff like that. Then I wrote a book called Hoodoo Justice Magic, which is basically a lot of magic for justice, not for legal, you know, not lawsuits and stuff like that, but, you know, if you've been wronged, you know, right. There's your justice. I never, ever, never, ever, ever say, well, I wrote these books and I know how to curse and I curse this person and I curse that person. You know, nobody ever. I've had probably thousands of clients. Not one of them can tell you. You know, and I challenge, can ever tell you that I ever said that, implied it, ever. 
So a lot of people go to metaphysical practitioners and they get ripped off big time, big time, big time. And they're afraid to report it to the proper authorities because they're afraid that person's going to curse them. Okay. Somewhere along the line, that metaphysical practitioner either blatantly threatened them or implied it. The minute anyone does one or the other, you know you're dealing with a fraud. And what happens a lot of times is not only are they afraid to report them, sometimes they keep giving them ongoing monies. Mm. They just keep paying and paying them because they're afraid, well, they're going to curse me. And and I told everybody, you know, you paid, let me get this straight. You paid them for or her, usually I deal with, no, well, there's women too. You paid this person for a spell. The spell didn't work, but you think the curse is going to work? <laughs> okay. I don't understand this logic, but anyway, again, I'm going to tell people, because I say this over and over and over and over, there is no curse. There's no <laughs> curse. Okay. Do you really think this, this fraud is going to spend all their time cursing you? You know, and, and I've said this on, on my live event, unless you're a ceremonial magician who has spent years and years and years and years learning how to summon demons, you know, take them, you know, the demons to you, punish you, and then bring the demon back and make them banish. Do you really think a ceremonial magician who has spent years and years and years and years is A, going to screw you over? He doesn't or she doesn't have to, right? <laughs> or B, spend all this time doing this just because it's you. Because yeah. you disagreed with them or something, yeah. No, because you questioned. Yeah, exactly. So what happens here? Okay. I've talked about the aura in my book, Hoodoo Cleansing and Protection Magic. And I'm not here to, to sell books. I'm just, you know, I don't want to repeat everything I wrote. But, you know, I've talked about your aura. Your aura is a bright, shiny shield. Okay. Mm -hmm. What happens is what, when you start getting scared, when you start getting paranoid, right? And your aura suppresses a little bit. And let's just say, hypothetically, I start because I'm so scared and I'm suppressing my aura and obviously bad things are going to start happening to me because my aura is suppressed. So I'm going to start having a bad day, right? And people are going to react to me negatively. Well, you know, the reason they react to you in that manner is because we subconsciously see the aura. Mm -hmm. So if your aura is suppressed or if it's dirty, they're going to subconsciously see that and react that way towards you. So you're doing this to yourself. Now what happens? You're suppressing it more and more. Oh, my God. Shasta's a real witch. She's she's cursing me. She's cursing me. OK, now I'm going to suppress the aura even more. OK, and what happens after that? Then I get holes and tears. And then I'm inviting all kinds of nasty shit. In fact, I can even invite negative entities. I can even get an attachment. Yeah, it's almost like you ask for it. You start focusing so hard on it that you almost invite it in and cause it to happen yourself. Well, yeah, you're cursing yourself. Yeah. There's the curse. Okay, there is the curse. So 
you know, these people are just, you know, taking money from everybody. And, you know, some are getting ongoing payments and nobody will do a damn thing. Yep. You know, because as soon as I give you Shasta, let's say I'm convinced that you you did all the stuff to me, right? So I write you a check for a hundred, couple hundred, whatever. I start feeling better about myself. Oh, you know what? You know, Shasta's happy with me now because I, I, I gave her some money. So that aura, you know, gets a little bit brighter just temporarily because it's not completely at where it ought to be. Right. And then again, it's a repetitious cycle. I know Shasta's mad at me because I haven't given her any money in a month or two. I know she's really upset. Let me pay her again. This is how it works. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. It's a threefold thing. You have a, a, an emotional, a physical, a physiological, and a spiritual. They're all interconnected, these three things. And one affects the other two. So if I'm physically ill, it's going to affect my emotional status and my, my spiritual. It's all interrelated, all interconnected, right? So my aura is suppressed, you know, my spiritual wellness is not good. It's going to affect my emotional and my physical. What happens? It's a vicious cycle that they all keep affecting each other, affecting it. It's a downhill spiral. Yep. All because I am convinced that Shasta, because Shasta told me or Shasta implied to me that she knows how to curse people. You know what I'm saying? So you're doing it to yourself. Honestly, you're doing it to yourself. Good advice. Now, one thing that I have always really liked about you from the first time I went to your website is that you don't just do readings or this or that. You also offer magical counseling. So if someone wants to do the work themselves, which I always encourage, you're a really good person to go to for some coaching. Let them know this is how I would do it. And these are some pitfalls. You know, you're you're very level-headed when you give advice. And I think there needs to just be more advice out there so people can kind of make their own choices, you know, and do their own magic. I, I always feel very strongly. I like to empower people and get their own energies and intentions because you get a lot of power that way. So Absolutely. And you, know? you are a woman of my own heart because I do that all the time. I do yeah. that all the time. I, you know, when they ask me for a spell, well, why don't you try it first? You know, yeah. this is what you do. And, you know, and, and the reason I like it when clients do it for themselves and, and, you know, the, I feel that if you want, if I, let me not you, let's say me, everybody who knows me knows that I've got the really, really, really bad hots for Andy Garcia. Okay. <laughs> Damn that guy's hot. Anyway, let's getting back to the subject. So I got the hots for Andy Garcia. I mean, I really, really, really got the hots for him. So if I asked you, let's just say Andy Garcia lived near me and knew who I was. Okay. Cause it's not going to work that I'm doing some actor that ever saw me. So if I have you do a love spell, how much emotion is in there? I have how no badly, connection. No, no. Let me ask you, how badly do you want Andy Garcia to be with me? Right. As opposed to how badly do I want Andy Garcia to be with me? Perfect example. And that's one thing I always say on 
podcast, one of your most powerful tools is your own intention and your emotions. Exactly. It's jet jet fuel. So when you do your own magic, you have your own emotions and feelings wrapped up into that projecting and creating the momentum. It creates that initial momentum. And, and I want to go back to um, the psychic frauds, if you don't okay. mind. Because you Absolutely. Just, you just reminded me of something that, not psychic frauds, metaphysical practitioners that are con artists, okay? Let's just say, and you know, and I'm not being cruel to anybody because I've been in love. I've been in love to the point that it hurts. I mean, I've been in love to the point that... You know, whenever we got into a fight and, you know, I, I, I just desperately wanted him back. You know, yeah, I know we've that all been, feeling. We've all been there. Yeah. Okay. I know that feeling. So I'm not saying anything bad about anybody because I've been there. I've been there. Okay. There's, there's one particular man in, in my life that brought me to that point of desperation and despair. Okay. And let's just say, if I wasn't a witch, okay, let's just say I go to a con artist and they see that desperation and they see that despair and they see all these these emotions that you have. Guess what? Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. You oh, just yeah. made that con artist a very wealthy person. Yep. You know. I mean, what I like to do is, you know, some people ask me to do a skull candle spell, but what I like to do is I like to make dolls for them and have them work the doll. That's a good idea. Because, you know, when I tell them what to do, I'm not going to rub the doll against my breast or my vagina, but they certainly can. Right. Okay. You get a lot of energy there. A and by the stuff. way, people, the uh, the poppet or the doll technique is very powerful. If you oh, absolutely. If you read anything into hoodoo. And I am a chaos practitioner, but I have tried some hoodoo techniques and it is very powerful magic. It is. Yeah, it is. But please be careful with saying to people, you don't know who they are. Oh, he just broke my heart. And watch out for your power words. Think about what you're going to say before you call that person. Okay. I can have an elaborate website. I could put all kinds of crap on my website. In fact, you know, I I was saying I could, if I wanted to write PhD after my name and none of you are going to be able to disprove it. Okay. Now, if I had a PhD in psychology, you can look it up. You can look that up because that is anything having to do with medical, you know, in the United States, every state, you know, makes it mandatory that you can look up a pet, you know, and I'm a registered nurse. And if you've read my books, you know, my, my full legal name, you can look, and I don't care. Okay. Under copyright in, you can look up in Michigan licensure to see, is she really a registered nurse? Registered nurse? Yes, right. I am. And in fact, you can look up my cosmetology license too. <laughs> but, you know, and I, I say this about dogs because I know a lot about German Shepherds and I could take pictures of someone else's trophies and say, look how many trophies my dogs won. How are you going to disprove it? Right. 
Okay. If I wrote PhD or, you know, there was a guy, this really, 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 really happened. It was on, um, what's that channel? Investigative Discovery. Mm. Okay. And this guy was a PhD, an MD, M, um, MBA, an MD, and a, a JD, which is an attorney. Wow. Okay. That's a lot of titles. And, you know, it turned out at the end of the show, it turned out that he didn't have any of those credentials. But he was working as a doctor and all this. I mean, wow. But he ended up murdering his wife or something. I knew within three minutes that he was a fraud. And you know how I knew? The order of which he wrote all his titles. <laughs> That's how I knew. Okay. So let's just, you know, for me, example. Okay. I have a master's degree. I have a bachelor's in nursing and I'm a registered nurse. So I can do it one way or the other. I can write RN, comma, BSN, Bachelor of Science of Nursing, comma, MS, or I can do MS, comma, BSN, comma, RN. So high to low or low to high. Okay. That's how we do it in, in the professional arena. This guy had signed it all screwed up. So we wow. had the lesser ones at the beginning and at the end. I knew within two minutes, I said, he, he's none of those. He, he did the murder. Not that I, on the murder part, but it obviously had to be right. It was already, you know, lying about his credential. Red flag I mean, sticking out. There's things that, you know, the trained eye can see too. But, you know, someone has a PhD. I really don't. You know, in most cases, I don't believe them. There was this woman you know, in the training club. And she said she had a PhD in psychology and everybody was going to her. And I looked her up everywhere and she wasn't online. You know, a psychologist has to. Right. And what tipped me off was one of the people in our training group, he was seeing her and she got up one day and told everybody what happened in the session. And that's when I knew right then and there, she wasn't a psychologist. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I say so. I mean, that you wouldn't know, have happened. Eye. So by the way, she did such a great job that he ended up shooting himself, killing herself. Damn. Blowing his brains out. That's, you know, and she was without remorse. That's you know, not right. I thought he was seeing a, a psychologist. And he wasn't. Wow. Yeah. No, and, you know, you, you mentioned a while back to me, one last thing I think that is very good to conclude on is how did you phrase it? A lion never has to tell you that it's oh, a lion. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing too. You know, I don't, if, if you go to my Facebook page, okay. And you know, we're, we're all friends there. I don't allow any type of politics on there. I don't like any type of racial. I don't, I, I have 20, I have a very, small following compared to other authors. I only have 2,500 followers, but I've got great followers. Um, they're great, 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 great people. And, you know, never do I ever tell them I can do this and I can do that and I can do that. I can do this because it goes back to what I told you in the beginning that, you know, I've written all these books on cursing and crossing and negative magic and 
I don't need to tell you any of this. A lion never has to tell you it's a lion. You know, and, and it, not only that, but I don't need to tell you, you know, I'm all powerful and I know this and I know that. No, 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 no. You're not all powerful. A lion doesn't have to tell you it's a lion. Okay. The other thing I want to talk about very briefly is nobody has the answers to everything. Nobody. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, God does. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, nobody. Nobody so running around start, in a meat suit like this. Yeah. <laughs> when you start looking up at somebody who has all this knowledge and they're kind of taking over, that is the beginning and the beginning of a development of a cult. Okay. I've seen it happen in Apollo groups. You know, where the one says, oh, you know, I, I know so much and everybody's following this guy. It turns out he's a rapist and all kinds of stuff. Right. Okay? And despite the fact that he's a rapist, despite the fact that he's been in prison for murder, despite all of that and people know it, they still kiss his ass. They don't care because he's all powerful. Didn't you say they are giving him a capitalized title and... No, that was a master. Video group where they were yeah. calling this, this guy master. Master. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ, come on. You know? <laughs> yeah, that gets a little lofty there. So, and if they're not putting a stop to it, there's kind of a question mark about that, too. Yeah. You know? You know, it would crack me up with my mother. She was always like really, really tiny. You know, she's, I'm 5'3. She was about 5'4'11. Five feet max. <laughs> 85 pounds her whole life. Okay. Sweetest person you ever want to meet in your life. Everybody loved my mother. Just don't piss her off. But she was a very, very powerful witch. Okay. Nobody knew it but me. <laughs> like, I know, you know, I'm dotting my eyes across my nut. Don't piss her off too much. You know what I mean? Because I know what, you know, her power was just incredible did she ever walk around saying you know i'm a witch and you know i can do this and never said a word to anybody nobody yeah this is a little old lady <laughs> a lion doesn't have to tell you it's a lion there you go i i'm guessing your mother probably also didn't dress to advertise it either where people oh no yeah i, I was always embarrassed away because you know in, in cuba you know they always do these bright colors with the flowers and the pinks and the yellows and the bright. And I, I was like, and she dressed that way in the winter. And I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Because <laughs> <laughs> she always dressed like, like they did in Cuba. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. How funny. This has been so fun. And I know that people need to hear this, but you don't hear it. There's nobody out there educating people on this stuff. So, this has been so fun and I will make sure that in the, uh, let's put this in the blog and I will make sure I update your little um, spot in my friends and guests page to mention your live stream. Yeah, you say live stream, they call it a live event so I get a little... little yeah, there, terminology, but... tomato, yeah. tomato, it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> Which platform are you on that you're doing it is depending on what word you have to use, you know. So. Uh, okay. Well, you know, I'm lucky I can turn the computer on, so that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, this has been so fun. All right, so let's just wrap this up here and say, everyone, this has been so fun. Just don't forget, keep a smile on your face, keep a bounce in your step, keep practicing your magic, and don't be afraid to just take a step back and think about things just a little bit before you rush into things. Use a little common sense. And uh, don't forget to check out Miss Aida's live stream that I will be supplying some links for. I'll even put it in the show notes of this episode, too, so everyone has it. And so I guess until next time, the only thing left to say is bye-bye. 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 (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random dash illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radio. Twitter.com slash GOST radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow. Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com, and we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures, and hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right, keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.